Yahtzee. It's You Go Boy on tonight's episode, episode six of the You Go Boy podcast. Sports talk with my main man, Mongo. A lot to talk about. Aaron Judge, Major League Baseball postseason, NFL, NFC, AFC, Dallas Cowboys, New York Jets. A lot to talk about. Let's go. camera as always where's my camera oh man welcome to episode six Woo! yahtzee that's a yahtzee we got new drops too hope you like that you go boy i'm you go boy hence the drop i'm you go boy we got marv on the boards we got marv on the boards make some noise one time yahtzee we got marvel here (laughs) the dynamic duo let's go has returned (laughs) i love it Oh man, uh, before I start, as always, as always, uh, big shout out to the home base, Bravery Studios, for hosting your boy, as bra- always, bra- 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 up. in lovely Garfield, New Jersey, of course, the great state of New Jersey. The Garfield. Bravery up! <laughs> um, before we begin, of course, as always, let's dive into these numbers. This is episode six, so this is sports talk. You see Mongo, you see that face, you see my face, you see us together. It's sports talk time, so it's uh, NFL, Major League Baseball, Yankees talk, WWE talk, Cowboys talk, Jets talk. Lot to talk about. Lot to talk about. Let's it's gonna, go. It's gonna get spicy tonight. You ready, I'm ready. Oh, I'm ready. Yeah, it's, gonna get, it's gonna get saucy Gardner up in here. <laughs> Shout out to Sauce, man. <laughs> oh man. So um, before we begin though, uh, some quick numbers. I think we just hit 1,300 subscribers on the You Go Boy podcast channel. You Go Boy channel. That's a Yahtzee. That's a Yahtzee. A lot of drop bombs right there. A lot of bombs there. A lot of Yahtzees. Um, Yahtzee. Yahtzee. We just just hit, oh my God. The YouTube channel, we just hit 440,000 views. I'm sorry, 450,000 views. 450,000 views. Ow. Lord have mercy. Um, On TikTok. On TikTok. On TikTok. On TikTok, we just hit 184,000 views on TikTok. Ooh. What? Whoa! Oh my goodness! We wow, ro- we rolling, man. Let's do we this rolling. Thing. As always, thank you to the subscribers. Thank you to the, all the followers on all the platforms. You guys are growing and blowing up this podcast. Love you guys. Love you guys. Big Yahtzees, as always. As always. As always. And of course, of course, of course, of course. Um. We got a lot to talk about. Oh, we got yeah. a lot to talk about. A lot to talk about. And oh yeah, merch. Merch is here. Merch is here. We're swagged out. Mongo's got the merch. I got the merch. Hats. Everything you need available in the description below. Grab yourself some You Go Boy merch. You go boy. Sound like boy. a pot, like a like a car salesman <laughs> from the 90s. <laughs> but wait, there's more. But wait, there's more. <laughs> oh my God. So a lot to get into tonight. A lot to get into tonight. Um you know, let, let, let's start with the all rise. Yeah. Here comes the judge. Woo. Aaron Judge, the new home run king in the American League. 
Um, the new Home Run King overall, depending on who you talk to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Barry Bonds, we love you. Uh, <laughs> um, how do you, before we dive into the Yankees and, and, and the playoff picture, which is set, which is set postseason baseball is about to be underway very shortly. Um, Judge getting the record, just this, this season for him, um, the MVP campaign, the new contract he's about to get, some, probably like a billion a year or something like that. <laughs> um, how do you? How do you? How are you going to remember this season for Aaron Judge, Mongo? How are you going to remember it uh, in its totality when it's all said and done? So the the first thing we need to do, I want to rewind on you here real quick. Um, I want to get in on this uh, Bonds, you know, Maris debate here. Okay, okay um, let's do it. And I, I want to demonstrate how this show is going to work. There's there's been you know there's a, there's a team A, there's a team B. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Team C, everybody. We're going off the <laughs> we're going off the rails early and often in this in this one. I love it. I love and uh, I, you know, as a, as a math guy, the, everyone. If you don't know this, first rule of stats: use the stats the way you want to use them. Right? Yes. We can manipulate any statistic we want. And so, forget sixty-one, forget sixty-two, forget seventy-three. Let's take a look at the number fifty mm-hmm. for a minute. Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge just finished only the forty-seventh. 50 home run season of all time, which... Ever. Ever. Wow. Ever. So right off the bat, impressive. And he becomes only the 10th person to have multiple 50 home run seasons. And when you take out a few steroid guys, you're left with a list that consists of Mays, Mantle, Ruth, Griffey Jr., uh, Fox, and Kiner. We're talking the best of the best. Royalty. Absent from that list, Roger Maris. Also absent from that list... Barry Bonds, believe it or not, his second highest is 49. He is not in the multi-50 club. So you can sit here and debate him against those two guys. I'm here to say forget that. It's time that we look at Aaron Judge and say this is one of the all-time mashers. He has now entered a stratosphere with the greats of the great. And so that, to me, is what this season is about. This is taking a great player and putting him on a a super pedestal where he belongs. Um, Now, as far as this season... um, Man, we have not seen a one-man show like this in quite a while. Big facts. Big facts. Um, Big facts. It's it's nice to see some of the help that you know Nestor Cortez did everything he humanly could to be the you know su- the surprise darling of the year. Oh yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, you know this was Aaron Judge's world, and we were all just honored to be living in it. Absolutely, absolutely. I think um, I'm I'm. Can I get a Dom DeMarco and our bomb or something from my main man? Let's Goodness go. Gracious. Yeah, you go, boy. <laughs> oh man. Um, I think I think the pressure had to be immense. I mean, I see. I was at a couple of those games when he was. Um, I was at the Pirates game. He, he had homered the night before to I think be one shy, mm-hmm. and everyone's on pins and needles every every pitch, and the the, the tension was real. The suspense was real. The drama was real. Um, his mom, I felt so bad for her because she had to show up to every single game. That's a trooper right there. Um, but she was there. She was there with the Maris family, um, with with Aaron's wife, and you know they were they were there to celebrate that moment. That that's history. That's 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 illustrious history that cannot be denied or can't be erased. You know, and uh, and consider that he did this in a contract year. I think that's the other part that is like getting lost in in all, all this debate. I think. Absolutely. And I, I do need to give a quick shout out. Aaron Boone. I'm sure you're out there listening. What's up, Aaron? Um, I oh, do yeah. need to give Aaron Boone credit here. Um, he could have easily started to get very cute with this. Um, you know, obviously, there's the basic math. Bat him first so he gets the maximum number of at-bats. But with how walk-happy the opponents became, putting him first was just basically a free man on first in the first yeah, inning. pretty much. And so you could have got cute with the you put him later in the order so there are guys, better chance guys are on base, better players in front of him, too. Mm-hmm. You know, they could have messed with, do I put... You know, Torres. Whoa. Wait, wait, hold up. We're good now. 
All right, cool, cool. I know, we're good. Okay. Um, you know, do I put Torres ninth so there's more likely a guy to be on base, you know, in All front right. of him, that sort of thing. But, you know, Boone didn't. He said, you know, this is where Judge is comfortable. This is what I'm going to do. And so, you know, absolute credit to him as well. Oh, gotcha, 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 for sure. Can I get some bombs for that? Let me get some bombs for that. Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge. Um, I think, uh, so, you know, number one across the board. He is your AL MVP. I know Shohei Otani, what he's doing is remarkable. He, the modern-day Babe Ruth, um, what he's doing. Um, but to be number one in every single major, I looked at the list of every offensive statistical category, and he just missed a triple crown by about four points, four to five points, give or take. Whew. Uh, Which you can you can make the argument if he wasn't going for the record yeah. and it wasn't in his head. He very well might have been able to get the triple crown. Like he kind of had to choose one or the other mentally. Yeah, and he was all in on the sixty-two. For sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. But um, you know, he's he's gonna cash out uh, <laughs> that contract. I, I think Scott Boris is his agent, or or one of the big wigs are his agent. He's he's sitting pretty, um, yeah, regardless oh, of what sure. happens. So shifting gears real quick, postseason time. Okay, Yankees finished with ninety-nine wins. Astros finished with 100 plus. They're the top overall seed. Um, playoffs have to go through Minute Maid Park or whatever the hell they want to call that stadium. I, I hate that stadium. And I hate that train. I hate that stupid train up there. Every time they don't run, it's ridiculous. Um, but um, I would say Astros, Yankees, Dodgers, in whatever order you want to put it in, and then everybody else. That's my personal opinion. How do the how do you think? How do you see things shaking out as of right now? Considering that Yankees get a buy, Dodgers get a buy, um, Astros of course get a buy or whatnot. How do you see things shaking out with everyone else before we get to the big wigs? So I, I, I think you're absolutely right on the AO. I think the AO is pretty much straight chalk. Um, I really. I'm rooting so heavily for Cleveland. I want nothing more than the Yankees to get Cleveland. But we we know where this is going. This is going to be a path through the Rays, through the Astros, like it is every, every single year, year yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I think that's going to happen. I do I do have the Mets actually closer to fourth. I think than okay. you do to a point where uh, this this segment may not end with a with a Dodgers NL representation. Uh, spoiler for a minute from now. Um, <laughs> But I, I do think the Mets take care of the Padres. I think the Padres are just—they've had such a wild year with such a, you know, questionable trade deadline. Now was you know you look at Soto's first you know taste of San Diego—is yeah. that even the right move? Uh, Tatis just might as well have not showed up. I mean, he didn't show up this year, but he might as well. They might as well just announced in April, hey, listen, we're just going to play man down if I'm cool with that. Terrible. Um, Terrible. And so I, I think they take care of business. Um, and then who's who's on the other side of the wild card? It's Phillies and. Uh, uh, no, I don't think the Phillies made it. I think I think it's, I think Cardinals are in. Cardinals and Phillies is the other one playing for the right to to get wiped out by oh. the Braves. So I mean, it's, it's <laughs> right. I, I like I think I think the Cardinals are just a smart enough team. I also think selfishly, every last ounce I can get of the Wainwright Molina Pujols train. True. I'm rooting for him. I'm rooting for him over the Braves. I'd root for him over. I mean, I, I, until they get to the Yankees, I'm rooting for him. I would love to see a Yankees Cardinals series. I don't believe it's happening. Yeah. But in a series where Phillies and Cardinals are. In, it's, I'm indifferent there. Yeah, I'll take yeah. the Cardinals to advance for sure, for sure. And also, we got lost in a lot of this is all the Albert Pujols. I mean, he just passed Babe Ruth for mm. RBIs on the RBI list, yeah. which is nuts when you think about it. The Aaron Judge passes Ruth for single season home runs, 
and <laughs> Albert Pujols passes Babe Ruth in the all-time RBIs. That's that's nuts. And he joins the 700 Club, which is an exclusive club. So a lot of GOAT stuff going on in Major League Baseball this season. This was a historic year. And Garrett Cole, I mean, passing Ron Guidry. He's yeah. the all- Yankees' all-time strikeout leader of all time. That's kind of a big deal, too. That's uh, that's, that's I, <laughs> I have never seen anyone just truck their way through more criticism than Garrett Cole. Oh, my God. The the, the locker room speech he gave, he's in flip-flops, and it's on the Yankees' (laughs) Twitter and website. He's just like, ah, guys, um, thanks. I mean, this is more about Aaron. I'm glad I'm talking first. Um, Guys, uh, thanks. All right. You know, let's go in the championship. And he goes to sit back down. He, he was he was that bride's father who didn't know he had to make a speech at the wedding. That's 100% what he oh, was. We've Max. all been to that wedding. Max. We've all 100% been to that wedding. And uh, he got up, you know, he, he he looked around. He just thanked whoever he could find, basically. Yes, and, yes. And said, on with the wedding, you know. And, yes, and it was It sure. was rough. Real rough. And it just, it adds to what has been a very socially awkward year for Garrett Cole. Absolutely, for sure. absolutely. But I love I love Cole. He's he's, oh, he's, he's he's one of my faves. As always, of course, like the video, subscribe to the channel. Like the video, subscribe to the channel. We gotta use two fingers. Yeah. Like that. Like that. There we go. There we go. Belts. Two fingers, three dings. Yeah. Gotta love that sure. ratio. Do it. <laughs> Do it. Shout out to Shala Buff. Um uh so so again so postseason wise, I mean I, I, I'm with you. I, I see it coming down to Yankees, Astros. I, I really do. They're, they're, they're the Bama and, mm-hmm. and the Yankees, which is madness to say, but it's the truth, especially in recent years. They're the Georgia. Yeah. You know, they're, they're, they're the ones that have all, they all, got all this history, all these legends and this, that, and the third. But that nemesis that, that the Astros have, they, they, they've got a lot of things that the Yankees are still striving for, you know, top-end pitching, Guys who timely hitting, top end pitching and timely hitting. I think that was, those are two big stumbling blocks. Uh, re, re, just rethinking of the past times they've met in the in the postseason. That's been their Achilles' heel. Um, how do you see that shaping, um, matching up, the two teams matching up if they meet in the ALCS, which a lot of people are penciling into. When 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 they when, meet. Let's, just, let's meet. just call it what it is. Uh, I can't wait to look back on this one. And yeah, be wrong. oh my god, but be wrong. <laughs> in, in the meantime, no, I I think the two things that that the Yankees really have going for them here. Um, very sneakily, well, Judge has been going for it because it's just been all eyes on Judge, right? He's, he's yeah. literally playing during SEC games. I mean, he's he's, he's pretty much he's pretty international, much, pretty much. But they've they've sneakily had a couple team of destiny moments, and I know a lot of people are going to hear that and just scoff. They don't buy into that. But if you do, I mean, you got Sevy sneakily making his way towards a no hitter a couple nights ago. Yep. Oh, you yeah. got the uh, you got the Stanton walk off grand slam, which mm-hmm. you know just seems unfathomable with how much he's hated you know all the time. Um, you got guys coming out of nowhere to to. Pitch a couple solid gems. Um, you know, Higashioka seemed every time he needed some sort of walk or single just to get judged that one extra at bat in the ninth, he seemed to be there. I mean, it was a, a lot of things that you say this team has a a lot of swagger to it that it hasn't had. Yeah, Trevino you know, too. The last, Trevino, Trevino, Trevino was doing the same thing, for absolutely. Sure, sure. And, um, you know, I think that's super helpful. The other thing is, I really feel by them having the, the just atrocious back half of the summer that they did. Oh, August was the the Yankees are Elm in, Street. in prime position to be on the upswing. I feel like the Yankees can lose a game seven one in the playoffs 
and go, man, we've seen worse. Whereas, you know, Houston, I think, can conceivably fold. Um, you know, Correa not being there hasn't really mattered all year, but that's one more veteran who knows how to have his back up against the wall. True. We don't necessarily know if Jeremy Pena does knows how True. to do that, if some True. of these young pitchers know how to do that. And so I feel like the adversity factor is definitely going to play to the Yankees' advantage as well. True. I mean, Verlander being there and Pedro Alvarez and Altuve, guys that have been there, done that. I mean, but, but Correa, I, I think the Correa not being there is very, especially postseason time. I mean, regular season is one thing. Yeah, like Kyle Tucker's great mm-hmm. and Bregman's great, but not having Correa in, in key at-bats, he, he killed the Yankees in the last time they met up in ALCS, and he, him not being there is a big deal. And we, and we mentioned this last episode, but you know these are, these are two top-notch teams. It's top not end, like yeah. it's not like you're looking at the top to pick a winner. You're looking at the bottom. And I feel like the Yankees have done a really, really good job. You know the mileage they've gotten out of the Harrison Baders of the world, out of the Oswaldo Cabreras of the world, yeah. who very well might be starting some games in left field Pretty much. in the playoffs, oh, which yeah. is wild to think about. But you look at the Yankee 25-man roster. And you you go you know okay sorry there's Aaron Hicks but then you look at the other twenty four guys <laughs> and you go and you go where where's the weakness who am so I sad who music am I for Aaron Hicks please <laughs> sad music for Aaron Hicks in his season <laughs> oh my but God. he's hopefully doing nothing there it is. Oh. Could have oh been, been somebody. Could have been someone. But with, you know, with, with Harrison Bader there, you're really just looking at Hicks, you know, maybe pinch running for Stanton every now and then. You know, you're you're not looking for much out of him. Um, you know, whereas, uh, you know, you look at some of these other teams, like the Dodgers are going to try to get value out of Joey Gallo in these playoffs. Let yeah. that sink in for a minute and tell me you wouldn't feel more confident Absurd. looking at the Yankees bottom, you know, Absurd. versus the Dodgers. The Dodgers and Braves, too, have some serious injury questions where – they're going to be taking some potential question marks into the playoffs who may throw a few pitches and go, well, that was a waste of a roster spot for this yeah. round. And so I think the Yankees' you know, floor is more impressive and more important than their ceiling. Agreed. 100% agreed. Some bombs for Mongo dropping friggin' nukes today, as always. Like the video, subscribe to the channel. Playoffs are going to be spicy. I can't oh, wait. I can't, I can't wait. wait. I'm going to watch all the wild card games, too. Oh, absolutely. Um, sorry for the that. right team. I feel like the right teams got in. Agreed. I feel like uh, at the end of the day. 100%. Is... 100%. I love this new format with the extra wild card. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I love that. And I love not playing in the wild card game. Oh, I did. Yeah, don't get me wrong. If we were playing the Twins for three games, I might feel different. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, we'd exactly. win, but it would still be a waste this of This is why you, know. you win your division. So you're not playing in Boston. Absolutely. In terrible conditions against <laughs> the Green Monster. All right. So, um, so let's shift gears real quick Absolutely. to NFL talk. Okay. NFL talk. Ready, you know, ready? We got we got Jets talk on deck. We got how about them Cowboys on deck? Uh, how about them Cowboys? <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Literally oh, yeah. on deck. You, on you deck. had that ready on to deck. go on deck. But we're gonna start with the Jets. We're gonna okay. start with your Jets, with your JTS Jets, 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 all that good stuff. Um, some some dramatic wins. Oh my! <laughs> Didn't say the last. I'll say the least. I texted you after the Browns game. Joe Flacco to the rescue. I texted you after the Steeler game. Mm. You guys have wins in Cleveland and in Pittsburgh. Can't say Heinz Field, whatever it's called now. Yeah, Field. Sorry, no. Please don't sue us. <laughs> don't sue us. Um, Robert Sala can, I, the, can, can coach. He can coach. Mm. He can coach. What are your thoughts with those shocking wins, with this start? Zach Wilson's back now. How are you feeling about your J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets? Great. Uh, G-R-E-A-T, great, 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 uh, if, you, if you want to follow the, the pattern there. Um, I, I love what they're doing. Um, and the most important thing, and I think it's mostly Salah, although it is definitely a super increase in talent, and you know, 
on the wide receivers on the running back front. Um, but I, I, you had texted me about the Steeler game, and I had to miss the end of that game. I had to turn it yeah, off for about 14, yeah. 13 minutes left. But when I had to turn it off, I didn't think for a minute they there was no chance they could win. I, I really thought, you know, this will be a shootout. We'll see what happens. They'll get within a couple points either way. Whereas we've had years in the past five years where, you know, the Dolphins get up 3 nothing, and I can go rake leaves. You know, there's no point in even in going through the motions. It's just a matter of does it end in the 20s or the 30s, really. Um, and so it's it's nice to have a team that's feisty. It's nice to have a team that you can believe in. Um, now, the, the truth is, you know, 2-2, two and two, you look ahead at the schedule. Um, you know, we have a surefire loss at Green Bay coming up at Denver. is always a trap game for them. They have to play the Bills, you know, a couple times. They, they're not sweeping Belichick. Belichick won't let that happen. Um, you know, even the Dolphins on a backup quarterback this week at easily be an L. Um, you know, the next time I see you, I'd be thrilled if they're four and five. So, I mean, <laughs> let's let's stay in the realm. Let's pump the brakes. Let's hold off the anointing oil in Parcells's. Right. <laughs> yeah, let's, Parcells. let's stay in the realm of reality. But with that being said, um, you know, they have two tight ends who look like they're going to be ballers. I got Conklin um, in one of my fantasy leagues. Thank you very much. Conklin can that. play. Uzoma can, is a steady backup. You know, they finally have this idea with, with you know, with Moore, Wilson, and Davis, three guys who can play at three different levels. We talked about that in the summer, too, and they're executing it perfectly. Uh, I mean, Brees Hall is everything we thought he'd be. Um, they're making the most of a really, really patched together offensive line, which, you know, impresses me. A couple of those guys must just, like, go to the locker room and just throw up afterwards, being like, <laughs> how did we survive that? Um, but the, but they do. And, you know, I think the best part is when you take a look at this defense, I mean, Jermaine Johnson's contributing, Sauce Gardner's contributing, the rookies are getting it done, but... You know, this doesn't have to be a lost year. This can be a genuine growing year where when you win games, you can feel good about it because of their, uh, you know, they have seven starters who are signed through this year. And, you know, the other four guys, Quan Alexander, no reason he shouldn't want to come back and play with Salah. Um, Sheldon Rankin has kind of made a home here. And even if he doesn't, Jermaine Johnson can move in on the starting line. Oh, yeah. So the other two guys are a safety and an outside linebacker. Those are not positions where, you know, it's not like they need a quarterback, they need a left tackle, where if they win, you know, we've had years where, uh oh, they won a third game, we're not going to get what we need. This is now a completely lost year. This is a great year for them to have to be drafting 12th. 14th, oh, yeah. 17th. Sure, so sure. get those wins where you can. Play your best in every game. And so I'm absolutely loving this because a win is awesome. A hard-fought loss, just as awesome. And, you know, other than that Baltimore game, um, you know, where once Wilson goes down, it, it kind of is what it is. Um, you know, I'm, I'm really happy with what I've seen. Um, you know, Zach Wilson needs to stay healthy. I'm not telling any of the world anything they don't know. Um, <laughs> you know, we we need to figure out. Uh, you know, I'm, at this point, you got to just assume Mackay Becton is is gone. So, what are you going to do at left tackle? George Fant needs to come back healthy, obviously. Um, but you you got to be thrilled if you're a Jet fan, regardless of if, you know where the next four or five games fall. For sure, for sure, for sure. Makes give me some bombs for the Jets. Great, 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 great time to be a Jet fan, and that's the first time. I don't know when did when did Chad Pennington first get oh injured? God. Not even retire. Like when early, did Chad Pennington first get injured? Early two thousands. Uh, I'm thinking. Yeah, bro. that's that's about when Yeesh. the last time when they said, you know what, Vinny Testaverde, you're just going to come and go every November for the next <laughs> half a decade. That's when we kind of we kind of checked out and. Uh, you know, just watch Tom Brady dominate for 20 years, and now we're back. Now the Jets are back oh, to yeah. uh, to seven seven wins is uh, is, is reasonable. <laughs> Wayne Corbett was still running around. Yeah, that's that's correct. That sure, was the last time I sure. felt this Lebrinius good. Bernie's Coles. Keep dropping some days. Might have been, been before that. Oh, right before that. <laughs> <laughs> Mo Lewis definitely. Oh definitely yeah, Curtis Martin. That, that era. Oh yeah, for sure. Sure. Oh man. So um, before we get into some cowboy talk, of course, like the video, subscribe to the channel. Merch is here. Merch is here. 
Um, I'm gonna cue this up. Can I get? A, can I get a how about them Cowboys real quick? I, 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 I getting, it's getting hot in here. It's getting, it's getting hot in here. It's getting hot in here. So it's getting hot in here. You know what I mean? And it, it's about that time that on the You Go Boy podcast, you guys meet a very important person in my life, in Mongo's life too, Dallas. Dallas go boy, Dallas go boy. So I'm gonna, take, go the shades, boy. I'm gonna take the shades off. Uh oh, uh oh. Costume change always a good time when Costume there's when props. Oh my goodness, yeah. Who who is this man? What, ha- this what happened? Man? To, what happened to you? <laughs> Mongo, h- h- hand me my hand me my belt. Mongo, hand me my belt. Hand me my belt. Your belt, good sir. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Where's my camera? I need I need my camera. I need my camera. Clark Kent has left the building. So. One more. How about them Cowboys, please, Marv? One more. One more. One more, please. How um, about them Cowboys? Yeah! So, yeah! my name's Dallas Goboy. For you haters out there, you cowboy haters, I've been I've been waiting to show up on this podcast for quite some time. When you when you see the Cowboys on a hot streak, when you see Micah Parsons, the lion is always hungry. When you see Ezekiel Elliott, when you see. Uh, C.D. Lamb or Demarcus Lawrence, when you see him running roughshod over the head, you're going to see this face, all right? You're going to see these glasses. You're going to see this hat. You're going to see this belt. You're going to see these chains. You're going to see a jersey. You're going to see Dallas Goldboy when you haters can't say nothing when the Cowboys win. You can't say nothing. You can't say nothing. So I'm going to show up on this podcast every single time the Cowboys are rolling. And right now they're 3-1. and one. Cooper Rush is, he's rushing. He's an Uber driver part-time, but he also plays quarterback. All right? We're winning football games. Mike McCartney, he dropped a couple pounds. He's, he's coaching better. I mean, uh, we got the belt. We're rolling. And the Rams, we got something for you. We got something for you, for sure. You know? Marv's on the board. He's loving all this. Mongo's next to me. So you Cowboy haters, keep in mind, when the Cowboys are hot, you're going to see this face. And in the words of the great Ric Flair, you might not like it. Take the glasses off dramatically. But you will learn to love it. How about them cowboys? Yeah. <laughs> there you go, Mongo. <laughs> yeah. So, so what did I miss? What did I miss, man? What did I miss? <laughs> oh man. But uh, but yeah. All that aside, all that aside, um, Cowboys are rolling. Cowboys are rolling. Um, but oh yeah, like the video, subscribe to the channel. Um, so I'm loving everything. Cooper Uber driver rush, like I, that's not an exaggeration. He's. I did not expect much. I, I've seen this movie before with backups coming in for Romo in 2010. That was a six and ten season. Romo gets hurt. 2015. That was a that was a four and twelve season. Um, and uh, Dak goes down in 2020. That was a the six and ten season as well. Um, how are they doing? Is this more so Cooper Rush or is this more so Mike McCarthy understanding he needed to sit down Kellen Moore, rework this rework this game plan? Lean on the defense, which is playing out of its mind, and kind of just change roles. How did how did this three and one start? How did it happen, Mongo? Where, where do you, where do you see this happening? I think Jerry Jones made a deal with the devil. The, the obvious <laughs> short answer to that. No, uh, so I mean, let's let's take a look at Cooper Rush first. Um, now, the answer obviously can't be exclusively him because he's had to play. Uh, you know, he he has had to come in before, and he he did. You know, he's four and zero now, but I mean, he didn't look. You know, his first game last year, he wasn't. You know. Is shocking the world, um, but 
What's more important here, I, I'm going to take it way, 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 way back. Uh, I'm going to go back to um, to Quincy Carter. I'm going to take it super <laughs> wow, duper he's back. All the way back. I'm going all the way to back. The Dave Campbell years. And wow. and Quincy Carter was followed immediately by Drew Henson, Chad Hutchinson. Um, <laughs> Jerry Jones has a type. Um, you know, he he purposely went for a cons- uh, just a run of. If you don't know, all of those guys are former college, very good college baseball, baseball players. players, right? Because Jerry Jones secretly thinks baseball players can stay out of trouble more than football players can. Let's just Lord let's just be real. And so he knows, much like how you know, being in New Jersey, we know that certain guys can be Yankees. Yeah. Jerry Jones has an image of what a backup or what a cowboy quarterback in general, but definitely a backup cowboy. You know, quarterback should be, and so Cooper Rush has been handpicked to know what to do in this situation. So I don't think it's so much the skill, so much as he knows. You know, where is he going to be the punching bag? Um, where is he going to have to be the game manager? When is it okay for him to take those chances? Because Jerry Jones takes great pride in knowing exactly what type of human he wants to be in that position. So I do have to give a little bit of credit for Jerry Jones for sticking to his guns for literally 30 years, knowing that this moment could arise where he'd want the perfect human, regardless of the perfect player, um, you know, ready to go. Now, as far as how is the Cowboys are doing it, it's because they basically have an elite defensive player at each level of the yeah, defense. Yeah, they do. Absolutely. I mean, Lawrence Parsons Absolutely. and Diggs solve a lot, a lot, a lot Ooh, of your problems. Facts. Big facts. Um, you That's know. a Yahtzee right there. Goodness. I've now, heard one. On the, Yahtzee. On the offensive side, um, I will give McCarthy credit. Uh, now, I, I have the dishonorable pleasure of having the Elliott Pollard team on a dynasty you know on a dynasty fantasy team <laughs> nice, nice. and I I've just I've stopped I haven't started one yet this year because you you can't but in reality that's awesome McCarthy has figured out this is going to be a Pollard game this is going to be an Elliott game you're kind of getting vibes of of it seems like you know Dylan and Jones one of them disappears in a Packer game yeah. Oh, yeah. and oh, yeah. I mean with all due respect Zeke nowadays both Packers are better than both Cowboys I named with you know with Zeke getting older so it's not a perfect comparison but it's that same idea they're doing it more on numbers than on skill on offense um, Noah Brown has been a godsend yeah. I mean he's been oh, yeah. he's been super helpful um, now that they've just you know now that it's just hey CeeDee Lamb just go that way we'll just you know, we'll just kind of jugs machine it yeah, in and, your direction and, and Kellen Moore's you know? doing a great job of finally it took him uh, see this is what CeeDee's second or third year mm-hmm. it took him long enough to all right let me scheme him open. Right. Let me and, get some easy throws for him. And I, again, we, I, I, they're three and one. You have to give credit somewhere, but it, it's hard to give too much credit. What was the other option? I mean, send Zeke out as a wide receiver. <laughs> I mean, where, where, no one was left. I mean, Gallup True. was hurt. Uh, Jalen Tolbert turned out to be just a, com- a complete disaster early yeah. on. Um, you know, again, like we said, Brown has been has been nice, but he's he's not going to take over a game. It, it had to run through C.D. Lamb on the offense, and you know, there have been some drives where it it, it has. And so, um, you know, I give I give credit to to them doing the obvious on offense. Um, you know, I give credit to Cooper Rush for managing the games as well as he can. But ultimately, it's it's the the playmaking ability of that defense that's going to keep. Oh, absolutely! Them, the defense the defense has been the story. Um, Micah Parsons, I'm, I'm, I caught his jersey for a reason. He went to Penn State for goodness sake. He's he's an animal, and mm-hmm. he's in the Aaron Donald conversation already because he's getting triple teams. So it's not too far fetched to say, oh, you, you can't say he's. A, a, there's only a handful of players in this league that are in triple teams. Aaron Donald's one of them. Maybe Von Miller's the other. And that's about it. Not a lot of play- And J.J. Watt, I mean, or T.J. Watt, that's yeah. about it. That's about it. So when you are garnering that type of attention, that's why the other guys are eating so much. You know, that's why Demarcus Lawrence is at a renaissance. He's getting one-on-ones every, every game now. And Darn Armstrong and, 
you know, and, uh, and Dante Fowler, like all these guys, all these Dan Quinn guys. And of course, Dan Quinn is the Professor X, and he's white and bald too. He's the Professor <laughs> X of all of this. These are all his mutants. They're they're all going ham because this is the second year they've been with him. He has he has a type. This front office blended and merged and married. Okay, we're going to give you two defensive drafts. We're going to give you Micah, and we're going to give you Trey Diggs. And we're going to get you a whole bunch of role players that fit your scheme of what you're trying to do on a weekly basis. And it is a nightmare to try to pass on them on third and seven. Mm-hmm. Good luck with that. You know, so, and, and again, Micah has taken that next step. He really has. Like, um, the fact that teams have to scheme now, it, it kind of was getting to that point last year when he was kind of rounding into midseason form and toward the end of the year. But now he fully understands what and who he is. And Quinn is putting him everywhere. He's putting him on the edge. He's putting him inside. He's putting him off the ball. He was covering Terry McLaurin uh, the uh, the other day. And, and Trey Diggs, again, he, he's he's putting handcuffs on your favorite wide receiver every single week. He, Terry McLaurin's still on Rikers Island. You know what I mean? <laughs> Justin Jefferson put the handcuffs on him. Jamar Chase, he put the handcuffs on him. When they play the the Eagles, him and AJ Brown, that's gonna be fun. Oh, that's gonna be box office right there. So, oh, yeah. like you mentioned, having elite players on each and every level is big. It's big, and it's allowing Dan Quinn to really, really, really execute this offense. I mean, this defense in his image, similar to really Legion of Boom esque. I think you can say it now. You couldn't say it before. You could say it now. You know, so hey, you know, how about them Cowboys, please, Marv? Well, hey, one more, one more for the road. <laughs> oh yeah, shout out to shout out to Jimmy Johnson, man. He's loving all this. They were asking Jimmy the other day, Colin Coward, um, especially with all this uh, Cooper Rush Dak quarterback controversy nonsense. They asked they asked Jimmy Johnson, how would you handle Jerry, like when he would uh, say. He'd do his press conference, and Jimmy was just laughing. He's like, "Well, I never really paid attention to what Jimmy <laughs> Jerry had to say." <laughs> that, that sounds one hundred percent correct too. I, I feel like we could have answered that for him, to be honest. Big facts, big facts. Uh, the the Hall of Famer Jimmy Johnson. He just got into the Hall long overdue. Belongs in the Ring of Honor too. He belongs in the oh, Ring of ab- Honor too. Absolutely. So Jerry, get on that. So um, but yeah, good times. Big game in L.A. Big game, big game in LA. Let's preview that real quick before we uh, get to get to the next segment. Um, it'll be Rams, Rams. Who that offensive line is? Whew, it looked rough against Buffalo. It looked rough, even rougher against uh, the San Francisco 49ers on Monday Night Football. How do you look at that matchup right now? Even with Cooper Rush, Dak's not going to play. Just spoiler alert: Dak's not playing. So Cooper Rush part uh, five, I guess, because he's, he's had four starts under his belt, three this year. Um, how do you think they, these two teams match up in L.A. Which, in SoFi, which is really going to be a Cowboy home game because Ox, Oxnard yeah. is in California. So, how do you, how do you preview that matchup real quick? Uh, I I am I am so out on the Rams right now. I got to be honest. <laughs> I mean, the Cowboys have been playing well, but uh, there are, there's a ton of trouble in in L.A. right now. I mean, Cooper Cup is great, but again, you you have Diggs there, um, and so that's going to be a fun matchup to watch. They'll they'll get clever with you know Cup. You know, two steps oh, in turn. Oh, he's going to get his twenty right, targets. It's, it's going to be it's going to be a bonker stat. Line, you know, it's going to be a bonker stat line of like fourteen catches for thirty-two <laughs> yards and a score or some nonsense <laughs> like that. Um, but I mean, Allen Robinson just looks completely disinterested um, now. Why you would go to a team where you know you're going to be a clear two, not a one B, then be seemingly upset when you're a clear two, not a one B? I have no idea. But he did that, so <laughs> bravo to him for cashing in a check. Um, the couple losses they had on that offensive line, uh, you know, for, for the Rams was was bigger than I think anybody thought. Um, they were fully invested in you know Joseph Nopum, 
um, you know, being the logical next man up. Um, but having those veterans in front of him, I think we're helping guide him. I Agreed. think, you know, it's not that he particularly changed. He's not hurt, it seems. But, you know, having to, to mentally be there on his own, I think, is, is definitely changing things. Um, and I, I think there's definitely a little bit of a Super Bowl hangover as well. Um, you know, and we I, talked about that. We right. talked about that when Absolutely. we previewed this season. You know, I think yeah. if, that's I, real. I think if this game happened, you know, in you know, right around Thanksgiving, it might be a little bit different. But right now, you know, Dallas is riding magic. The Rams are just trying to wake themselves up. This one could be pretty ugly. I mean, the 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 um, Whitworth um, retirement we knew would be big. I mean, mm-hmm. he's he's got a gold jacket in his future or whatnot. But the drop off, like you said, the note boom. We knew it would be precipitous, mm-hmm. but even at 40-plus years old, it, it's been massive. I mean, yeah. they, they could have used Jason Peters <laughs> much, much more than we could have, you know, even though, you know, Tyron went down and, you know, we were having our own issues with the offensive line. But, you know, they're gelling on our side. On their side, yeah, like Joey Bo- – I mean, me, Nick Bosa. Pardon me. Nick Bosa. <laughs> Nick Bosa, um, he had a field day. I think yeah. He had about seven, ten pressures by himself, mm-hmm. you know, in that game. And, you know, Stafford – Listen, when you get pressure on Stafford, he looks very Detroit-esque. And you got to factor in that, you know, when you play the Rams in years past, you, it was Cooper Cup, it was Robert Woods, 1-2, and then sprinkle in some Higby. And OBJ comes into the mix. A lot of options, a lot of targets to, to go around. Of course, you, Cooper Cup's still going to get his 50,000 targets or whatever, <laughs> but, <laughs> but a, a lot of options. Now you take away OBJ. He's still rehabbing. Who knows where he's going to play? He just visited the Giants. I think he's going to go to Buffalo, honestly. Um, and you, you, Woods is over in Tennessee. You got Cup, you got Higby, and like you said, Allen Robinson, who is really just there for a check right now. Yeah. So it, I don't, I don't, I, I, I have a tough time believing the Rams aren't not going to score a touchdown two straight weeks mm-hmm. with Sean McVay, and considering they're going to be at home, right? Of course. No, but um, but it's a, it's a toss up. The, the coming in, it's a lot closer than a lot of people thought, even without Dak. Yeah, you know, with with all the uh, shifting going on, especially on their offensive line and so forth. Somehow the Cowboys are the deeper offense, which is which is nuts borderline to say. bonkers <laughs> without Amari Cooper. But right, but the, the Rams can't seem to figure out how they're handling their running backs yet. So that's a that's a classic if you have two you have none situation Agreed. because if they if they guess wrong they basically just don't have a running game. If I was them I would personally this would be I would I take the under if you're if you're watching if you if you're watching take the under. Um, I would just run Henderson into the ground. Oh, Henderson and Akers, um, they're going to have about 50 but carries I, between the two of them. I wouldn't even go Akers. I would just Henderson. <laughs> just Henderson. I would just, and, if I, and then Dallas, just let Dallas go with Zeke and it, just make it a, a three yards in a cloud of dust ball uh, and let this thing end, you know, 12 to 7 in some capacity. Um, but I, I think the Rams are getting way too cute with their running backs. Um, again, they, they just don't have one half of the field, you know, until Robinson figures it out. And uh, you know you can you can only get by so much on on Cooper Cup, you know, especially you know they're basically in Christian McCaffrey territory now. If Cup yeah, his, gets injured, yeah. the season's over. His usage is insane. It, like you said, that that's a perfect analogy. Bombs for that. Perfect analogy. That that his usage. I have in one of my fantasy teams, but I'm nervous because. Mm-hmm. Listen, twenty targets. I think he had nineteen targets in that Sunday, in that uh, Monday night football game. Tw- nineteen Crazy to twenty number. targets a, a week. Listen, this isn't nineteen eighty five football. <laughs> all right, that type of usage with the extra game, with the physicality of the NFL today in twenty twenty two, that is not a recipe for long term mm-hmm. health, yeah. let alone success. So you know, like it's, it, it should be a fun matchup. You know, what I mean, I'm not all in that. Oh, it's a slam dunk for the Cowboys because it's 
funny stuff always happens to us. Like that Stephen A. Smith, what can go wrong will go wrong. Like meme, it does haunt me. Like until they put it all together, like they still have to prove to me that they can, you know ride it out and take it on home. I did want to throw out this stat before we switch gears here football-wise, um, just to give you guys an understanding of how crazy this and if this Cowboy defense is historically. By the way, like this video, subscribe to the channel. Um, Dallas defense through four games has allowed four touchdowns, as we both know. Four touchdowns. That's one touchdown a game. The 2000 Ravens, one of the greatest defenses of all Absolutely. time, I put them and the 85 Bears above everybody. That's just me personally. The Baltimore defense in 2000, they, in four games, they gave up six touchdowns. Wow. So this, so Dan Quinn, we, we call it, he's him right now. Dan yeah. Quinn is in his Santa Claus duffel bag right now with the way he's running this defense. And they're only going to get better. Curse comes back this week, and Micah just keeps getting better. Trey just keeps getting better. So I, I'm really interested to see how this defense looks when they're in midseason form. And, and and cowboy haters, which I'm sure there are plenty of you out plenty, there right now, getting ready to comment on this thing. Again, I'm I'm an AFC guy, so he's I'm, a Jets fan. I, he's I he's no, impartial. He's impartial. But I need to just make it clear how bonkers that stat is, because you could be sitting there going, "Well, you know, look at who they played. Look at this. Look at that." We're in the past happy NFL where basically you can always put like Matt Ryan on your fantasy team, knowing that he'll be down thirty to nothing and he'll just junk touchdown you to a victory any week. <laughs> the fact that they haven't even given up junk touchdowns really you know to be at that number means not only is this a, a good defense it's a determined defense Dallas has a tendency to get in its own way more often than a lot a lot of franchises yes. and so for them to be keeping that number so low because at the end of the day that's a statistic that always gets a little skewed because you have freak accident you know your offense turns it over at your own 15 and you basically just have to give up one junk yards like I said at the end of the game so for that number to be that low uh, is is shockingly impressive. <laughs> That's a Yahtzee. That's a Yahtzee if I've ever heard Absolutely. One. Yeah, shout out well to, done, Dallas. <laughs> shout out to Dan Quinn. Yahtzee. Shout Ooh. out to Dan Quinn. He's, I don't know if he's going to be around next year. <laughs> he almost left for the Denver job last year. So, well, he, he just got a raise. The Denver job. Oh, yeah. Oh. We're, we're going to get that. Oh, thank goodness. Perfect, perfect segue. Thank we're we're going to get into it. I mean, we're, we're four weeks in. Um, oh. Uh, the AFC West, we were really clamoring about and excited yes. for the AFC Hunger Games. Um, but um, Lord, Russ is cooking Lunchables right now. He ain't cooking. He ain't cooking a damn thing. I, it's definitely not. It's, it's definitely Postmates. <laughs> what is going? Why is it not working? Why is it not working? And that receiving core is so good. It's so young. Jerry Judy, Chris. I mean, Cortland Sutton. They, they, you got weapons. Why is it working? I, I, I'm speculating. I'll, I'll, just, I'll look at my camera real quick and say I am strictly speculating. But for Nathaniel Hackett to be this bad at everything he does publicly, he has to at least be bad enough privately that this team has already at least somewhat checked out on him. There is there is no way this is Denver at 100%. Uh, it's just it's not possible. Now, they, I mean, they've... They really should have won that game where where McMass was just kicking from the moon. Oh, Lord, <laughs> you know? Lord. Uh, so they're not as bad as the record shows. Russ is getting better each week. Uh, you know, I, I, they are kind of figuring out. Um, you know that that rookie Dolchich is. You know, the tight end is supposed to be coming back. Um, you know, they had a couple injuries to a couple wide receivers early on. They're kind of adjusting that. So, I mean, there, there's some work to be done. But generally speaking, I really feel that if they were just being controlled by a Madden user, they'd, they'd at least be one win higher. Uh, you can you can chalk 99% of this up to Nathaniel Hackett. It's it's real bad. Mongo is on one. Give me some bombs for Mongo. He said a Madden. 
it's rock. I love you, buddy. <laughs> it's real rock bottom. Yeah, never man. change, baby. Um, you got it. So, um, so yeah. So, well, that's Denver. That's their deal. Um, I got Devontae Adams in one of my fantasy leagues. What Whoops. the hell's going on? Yeah, that's. <laughs> <laughs> but I've I've heard one. Um, yeah, it's not working in Vegas, and you know, I'm, I'm okay. Here's here's a number of reasons why I'm annoyed by that. Okay. Devontae, you really wanted to go there. That's your buddy, Carr. You guys played in college. Right. So and yeah, I'm pretty sure you guys work out, too, in the offseason. You can't tell me in the six, seven years you've been in the league, you haven't gone down to Cali or wherever and thrown some balls around with your buddy. That connection looks hapless. Yeah. It, it really does. And I don't understand why Josh McDaniels, another offensive mind, quote, unquote, very Hackett-esque, <laughs> is, <laughs> is uh, and we should honestly, you know what, but I sh- we shouldn't be that surprised because Josh Daniels, McDaniels, he coached in Denver and it didn't work out. And you had, you had a young Brandon Marshall in that situation. You had Kyle Orton at quarterback, but you still had Brandon Marshall. So <clears throat> my question is, why isn't it working in Vegas with all their weapons, Waller and Hunter Renfro, who is hurt right now? But again, Waller and um, and and Devontae and Jacobs, you got the weapons, man. Why isn't it working in Vegas? So I, I do think, first of all, again, we're we're going to coaching here as the primary problem. And <laughs> you know, theme on this when episode. when Josh McDaniels is not being let out of New England to ruin a franchise, he <laughs> he regresses back to New England. Where when was the last time they knew how to use receivers there? We we've always known that to be Josh McDaniels' Achilles. That's true. Um, so That's true. so that That's part doesn't surprise me. But then I don't know if it was just bulletin board fodder gone wrong, or if Josh McDaniels really is racing, you know, Nathaniel Hackett for the basement. But the <laughs> the talk the talk at the the beginning of the year about, oh, Zamir White is going to split carries with Josh Jacobs, and uh, oh, we have Waller and Foster Moreau, we have two of the 10 best tight ends in the league, and this, that, and the other. What was the point of that? Because now you just have a shaken Josh Jacobs just running directly into the center for the he's, first he's two run, weeks. He's running into this. Right. Every, game, every First down, first and ten. All right, Josh, boom. boom. Hit, the, hit the ball. And, I mean, hit the hole. And finally, <laughs> last week, it looked like it was more built to mimic what the Packers have been, you know, with your, you have Aaron Jones, you have Adams, and you have all others just along for the adventure. You know, Adams was Adams, and granted, part of that was helped by just Renfro being injured. Exactly. Um, you know, Josh Jacobs was clearly the man last week, and I think less is more in this case. Agreed. I think, I, and I, I hate to say this for fantasy owners because I own Darren Waller. <laughs> I, I make Darren Waller more of a Robert Tanyan type, you know, or any tight end that Rodgers has had in the years past, you know. Put him in, you know. He's your end zone guy, um, you know. He's your he's your third and you know seven chain mover. But otherwise, this is Devontae Adams' show. You know, send Renfro deep a few times. I know that's not his caliber, but it's not really Alan Lazard's thing either. It's not no. pick pick your favorite guy who's been Devontae Adams' running mate through the years. Yeah. They have to change for him. He doesn't change for you. Agreed. He never has. Agreed. You don't you don't you don't like tell him, okay, Devontae. No 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 no. He's an all pro. Right. He's an all pro, and his contract suggests that. Like you fit your scheme to work for him the best you possibly can with the amount of money and capital and draft capital you gave up to get him. But it's it, it's got to be better than this. It's, it's, it's not supposed to be like this. No. It's not. No, not at all. <laughs> um, now, again, the, I, I do. they do seem to be showing improvement each week. Uh, they do eventually not have to keep going. Back. They've, you know, the, the Western schedule has been wild early on. They've had to go in the division a couple times. They'll eventually get some easier games. Um, you know, naturally, Eastern teams have to start making their way their way, you know, eventually, right, which always, right. as the year goes on, become easier and easier wins. So I do collectively for the West like where their win trajectory should go. Uh, but, but yeah, this is this is really looking like it's coming down to 
you know, Andy Reid and three interns are coaching the NFC or the AFC West, Whoa. and uh, that's going to matter at the end of this. I don't think 100%. we, I don't think we accounted for that as much no, as we, we should have. We didn't, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't factor that in. I've been waiting for that drop. Um, that's a great segue, as always. Again, like the video, subscribe to the channel. Can I get another Savage? Because that was that was that was pretty Savage. <laughs> Sorry, I'm really. If, if you didn't watch the first episode out there, I really, I, I literally, my answer to what are you most excited for, which could be anything. I'm a Jet fan. I, you know, I, I could have gone with my Homer. I could have gone for for star players. My answer was the AFC West. It was, that was. It was. It was. It was yours, and it was. It was mine too. You that, know, for sure. That should be the most fun we are having this year, but and it has been no. just a disaster. No, no, it's been. It's been rough to say the needless to say. It's definitely been a, a spin-off and, and not the good type. No. Um but you, you mentioned you said Andy Reid in three. Sorry. <laughs> it's hurts. Can I get another savage for that? Savage. <laughs> um speaking of the AFC, um, you know, because we're gonna we're gonna do the NFC right after it. But the AFC right now it's looking like it's looking like Buffalo for sure, as we thought. Um, it's looking like Baltimore, even though they choked away another lead. Mm-hmm. Shocker there. Um, and it's looking like KC. It's looking like Buffalo, KC, and Baltimore, and everybody else. In my, at least in my opinion, at least through the first four weeks. Miami's in that conversation, too, but with Tua being out, the whole concussion situation. Uh, um, I would say those are the three teams I trust the most right now. Agreed. Um, how do you th- do four games? Which one of those three has impressed you the most wire to wire? Uh, so I'll tell you right now, wins wins regardless. Um, I'm I'm most impressed by Kansas City, um, and that is first of all, I'm I'm assuming that their owner just sends out an email internally every day at 4 a.m. going just a friendly reminder: we still have Patrick Mahomes. They don't. Today's going to be a good day. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is beyond untouchable at this point. Um, I I love what they're getting out of George Karloftis. Um, you know, oh, yeah. for years we saw the Steelers and Ravens stay good by doing what the Chiefs finally did this year. They would just sit at the twentieth pick or so in the draft, wait to see who falls, and say that by default has to be our guy. We're playing for value, and so Karloftis just gives them a super strong front four to go with Jones, right, and Clark and Nadi, mm-hmm. and they can play super aggressive because <clears throat> you know, if, and Baltimore is the same way. They can play super aggressive on defense because if they give up a quick touchdown, you know. Oh no! Patrick Mahomes has to get an extra drive in. Like, uh-oh. It could be, it could be worse things. right? We're okay. Oh, Lamar Jackson has to score faster. Oh no! Like, you know, so those two teams both have the advantage over Buffalo in that sense. Um, but you know, Kansas City has has really impressed me. Um, now, I do need to say for the Ravens, they're. I, I don't know why no one's controlling this narrative, or maybe they are. You know, in more smaller areas in Baltimore, you got to remember that you know they they lost Martindale. You know, as their coordinator, um, and then they let Derek Wolf go. Um, then Jalen Ferguson passes away. So then they bring back in Derek Wolf. Derek Wolf retires. Uh, you know, Justin Houston, who sat on his uh, potential buy-in into his contract for three mm-hmm. months, comes in. They basically just had an absolute revolving door of pass rushers, True. you know, for a couple months there. That that's going to take some time to gel. Right. Um, and right. so I, I think of these three teams, the Ravens are the ones that have the most area of growth, which is why the way you ask the question, mm-hmm. um, you know, who am I most impressed by? They're a distant, distant third to me so far, I even agree. though Lamar Jackson might be the guy who's impressing me the most. True, true. Um, but in terms of if I was making a power ranking, and even more so if I was making a power ranking prediction of where I'll have these guys come Thanksgiving or Christmas, um, you know, the Ravens are much higher. I think this this D, particularly the, you know, the defensive box, just needs some time to figure out who, who's still here. Agreed, agreed. And, and all three of those quarterbacks are playing at an unbelievably high Ooh, level right now. Absolutely. I think the, the MVP is going to come out of those three. 
in my opinion. Um, Lamar's playing amazing. He's playing for a baseball contract. Absolutely. <clears throat> and uh, Josh Allen's been as advertised. And uh, Mahomes is Mahomes. Absolutely. Like, come on. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, excuse me. Um, we're about to wrap soon. Let's let's get this last one in. Sure thing. Um, NFC Hunger Games, as I call it. Uh, Eagles look good. Eagles look great. Uh, they, they they really do. They played a bunch of bad teams, but they look good. Um, J- uh, Jalen Hurts has really impressed me. Mm-hmm. Really impressed me. I knew he was gonna. I knew he was gonna get better because he was average. If if that last year they're really he- reliant on the run, um, but Nick Sirianni has those boys playing. He's got that defense rolling. Um, they're they're undefeated for a reason. Um, it's the Eagles. I, my hierarchy is it's Eagles. It's um, of course Bucks, Green Bay. I still think Dallas, especially when Dak gets back. Um, and I'm not out on the Rams yet because they've won it all. You know, and, and McVay is a really good coach. A little bit of a jack off, but he's a good coach. That's fair. Um, NFC still wide open. Absolutely wide open. Is it as open as you thought? So it's it's a little less open. I have the Eagles ahead of everybody right now, and it it comes down to. Uh, you know, it's the cliche here, one man's junk. Uh, you know, finding James Bradbury off the Giants heap has been huge for them. Uh, cashing in on C.J. Gardner-Johnson needing to be released for money reasons by New Orleans. Um, you know, they've been able to to really make that defense super-duper deep um, and probably give themselves more of a competitive advantage than we thought. Um, but that would imply that you're giving up on Aaron Rodgers, you're giving up on Tom Brady. You you can't do that. Cannot. So I still think it's as open, but at this point, if this was just if you were just watching this as a race, the Eagles are in front. They are, as of now. For sure. For sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Can I get can I get a savage for more? A Yahtzee? Savage. Oh man. A uh, little of everything. A little bit of everything. Um Hunger Games. NFC, that's why I call the NFC playoffs. I can't wait for it. Um, we're going to wrap here. We're going to bring it home. We don't need to do a rapid fire because <laughs> we don't do them anymore with Mongo here. You better know me by now. <laughs> you, you better know that face by now. Uh, shout out to you, to Dallas Go Boy for showing up. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Marv on the boards. Yeah. Bravery, 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 bravery. Yep. bravery Studios is always the home base. Uh, some quick plugs before we get out of here. As always, you go boy 88 on all platforms. Uh, that's TikTok, IG, Facebook as well, u-goboy.com. We're getting ready to revamp that too. Uh, Jonah the Great, doing crazy numbers on YouTube as always. Juice versus Sauce, five-star dancer. Bruce Wayne money is closing in on 100,000 views. It's at 70,000 views, I believe, right now. Yeah, five-star dancer just hit 100,000 views. So that's the Very third. Nice. You keep counting home, boys and girls? That is the third time I've hit 100,000 views on YouTube. Wow. Golly. Can I get a Yahtzee, please? That's a that's a Yahtzee. That's a big Goodness. Yahtzee. That's a big Yahtzee. That's a big Yahtzee. Cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, music available on all streaming uh, platforms. Shout out to A1 Vision, of course, uh, the man behind the lens. And I might snap, uh, my personal photographer. We got Tippin' Tippin'. That is on the way. I just shot that a couple weeks ago in Jersey. That That's another movie with A1 Vision. Cannot wait. Um, to drop that for you guys. So more videos, more music, more episodes on the way. Mongo will be back. He will be back in a few weeks. We're going to do some more sports talk. We're yeah. going to try to hit every four weeks of the NFL season, every quarter. We're going to come in here, dive in, talk about what's going on, the big-time storylines right here on the You Go Boy podcast where you get everything. Of course, grab the merch. Grab the merch as always. Grab the link in the description below. Shout out to the Base Podcast, my Base Brothers. Make sure you like the video, subscribe to the channel. And as always, that's the belt. That's the other belt. That's Mongo. I'm you, Go Boy. Thank you for watching. Yahtzee.
top 10, your top 5 on who the best is. Money straight, my fam straight, I'm George straight, that's Texas. Angel wings on a Lambo, praise the Lord, that's a blessing. Bentley truck like Lex Luger, yeah nigga, I'm flexing. I'm Richard Sherman, I'm back in. Hey yo, thanks again for listening to the You Go Boy podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Also, all of the music you hear on every single episode is by me, You Go Boy. So make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel and stream on all platforms. You dash Go Boy on all platforms. Take care of yourself. Love each other. Yahtzee!